Hi guys, and welcome to episode 92 of the Convenient Counselor podcast. My name is Brianna Leach. I'm a wife, a mom of three, and a licensed counselor. And this week, my self-care looks like playing Rummy Cube with my family and actually using my exercise machine at my house. And I hope that you're taking moments out of your week to care for yourself a bit more. And I'm so thankful you're here listening today. This podcast was created to give you a safe space to learn more about yourself and about mental health topics on your time. This is not a substitution for actual therapy, which I hope you are pursuing, but I hope it can be a supplement and a resource that you can apply in the weeks ahead. Sometimes it's nice to hear from a counselor what things will be like in a session or topics that you have questions about, but you're afraid to ask about them. So today I'm going to be talking about one of the services that I provide regularly, which is premarital counseling. Now don't turn it off if you are already married or you're single and you think, oh, none of this will apply to me today. That's not true. I'm going to give an overview of what we do in those sessions, but there's also some questions that you can be asking yourself, asking your spouse if you're already married, and even ways to encourage friends you know who maybe are recently engaged or who are headed in that direction. There are usually a lot of engagements around the holidays, so I thought shortly after the holidays would be a good time to talk about the joy of engagement and preparing for marriage. Unfortunately, in our culture, in our society, the emphasis gets put on the wedding. As soon as someone gets engaged, the questions start coming in. When are you getting married? Where is it going to be? Who are you inviting? All the details of this one day. When in reality, that's such a small blip on the radar of an entire marriage that it's easy to lose sight or not prepare for things that really need to be prepared for in a marriage relationship. And not even just being prepared, but being aware of what you as an individual are bringing into a marriage. So when I offer premarital counseling as a package, we have four total sessions. Three sessions are before the wedding, and the fourth session is at your one-year anniversary. This is really fun because the three before, you know how it is when you're in love and you're excited, you tend to glaze over issues that might be right in front of you, (laughs) or you might have rose-colored glasses to things that are happening or are a part of your relationship. And it's one of the few times in counseling where I take everything with a grain of salt. (laughs) You know, I'll hear someone say, oh, her cute little habits of doing this and something that might come across as annoying is super cute when you're dating, whereas a year into it, (laughs) it might just be what it is, an annoying habit. But it's super fun to be able to look at things pose some questions, throw some ideas out there that at least get the conversation going so that once you are in that first year of marriage, you aren't saying, oh, wow, this came out of nowhere, or, well, we never talked about this before. There will still be issues, there will still be conflict, but to be able to feel like we've at least hit on some of the major topics before you run into them, that's the goal. And then at the one-year anniversary appointment, it's really fun to reflect and say, okay, so the things we talked about before you got married, which ones are still holding up or which ones really came to light? And we can continue the conversation from there. 
So I thought in this episode, I would just give you an overview. And this might be great talking points for those of you who skipped over premarital counseling or that wasn't required in the state or the church that you were in. Any couple I see, if they're even thinking about getting married, I highly encourage this because I've had couples who break up during this process. I have couples who I strongly encourage, you know what? I don't care if you bought the dress, all the tickets are booked, everyone's coming. If the person sitting next to you is not the right person, end it. This is more than just a one-day commitment. (laughs) Doesn't matter if the party's planned, the marriage is forever. So in the first session, we usually talk about family of origin. If you listen to my newborn family coaching episode, it's similar because you're preparing for a major life transition and we need to address where you came from, what has shaped who you are as a person. What did the marriage you were raised under look like? Was it two parents in the home? Was it divorced parents and maybe you had two different sets of parents or shared custody? Maybe you're raised by grandparents. What is your family of origin and how does that shape your view of marriage? Are there certain cultural customs or family traditions, expectations that you carry into this relationship? Maybe you come from a very, very close-knit family and they expect you to live nearby, attend all the family gatherings. If that stuff's not discussed ahead of time, that can be detrimental to a relationship, especially if there's any pushback by the other spouse. One of the questions I usually ask in the first session is, hey, after you get married, where are you guys spending Christmas? And I've had couples look at each other like, um, we haven't talked about that. I assumed my family. And the other one says, I assumed my family. (laughs) So something as little as where are we spending our holidays? What are the expectations of our family? That kind of stuff, talking about it before the wedding, before you are one week out, can avoid a lot of conflict. So we talk about family of origin, which also directly impacts your communication style, which is the next topic. So how do you communicate? Communicate positively and also in conflict. What is your style? Do you withdraw when you're angry? Do you fully engage, flash in the pan, loud when you're angry? Sometimes that's shaped by the family we're raised in. It's also sometimes just your personality. So describing and being aware of your own communication style, as well as being able to already point out the communication style of the person you're marrying. How do those two work together? Are they oil and water or are they complimentary? What has been the communication so far in your relationship? The next topic is strengths in your marriage. So I use the Clifton Strengths assessment tool developed by Gallup to have each person take their Clifton Strengths assessment. We bring the results, we talk about them, we compare and contrast, and we talk about how these 10 strengths, you get your top five results, how these 10 strengths will work together. Usually something that really attracted you to this person in the first place is based around their strengths, something that's innately a part of them. So that's a really fun part of the session too, is being able to celebrate and recognize each other's strengths and even the ones that they didn't know they had themselves, bringing more awareness to who they are and what they bring to the relationship. And then the final session, we really get into the things that matter. No, I'm just kidding. It's all about sex and money. So we talk about intimacy and finances. 
It's funny when I have couples close their eyes and show me on their hands the amount of times they think that they will have sex per week once they're married. Typically, the females will say, you know, two, three, or one or two. And the guy is like flashing both hands, 10, 20, 30. (laughs) It's really good beforehand to talk about that of what is intimacy in your relationship. And often we talk about it besides sex, what makes you feel intimate and close to your partner? Because unfortunately, it gets misconstrued that it's just physical. But oftentimes, there's a lot more emotional and mental connection that's needed to get the physical. So asking the question, what makes you feel close to your partner? Maybe those of you who are already married, have you answered that question? Have you talked about that with your spouse? Besides being close physically, what makes me feel intimate with my partner? What makes me feel really close emotionally and mentally with my spouse? And then finances. I always ask, okay, so who who runs the money in this relationship? Who sets the budget? How are you doing that? Are you having separate budgets? Are we doing shared budgets? Knowing that ahead of time is crucial because this is a merging of two lives in all arenas, including your bank accounts. What is your history with money? Are you a spender? Are you a saver? Thrifty, frugal? Are you someone who, you know what, when the moment arises, let's go for it. Let's go on that adventure. Let's buy that house. Are you risk averse? Are you in alignment in how you're going to spend money as a couple? There's no right or wrong in all of these situations. The only time I've intervened in a premarital counseling was if I think it's something that's causing harm to one of the participants, but that's very rare. And usually it was just a miscommunication. But these are the important conversations that need to be happening. So those are the three sessions before marriage. And then the follow-up one after is, how's it going? How has this first year been? What have you learned about yourself? What of the three sessions we did before the wedding, what have you implemented? What issues have bubbled up to the surface? What family expectations were there or maybe came up during the first year? How'd you deal with it? How did you work together as a team over this last year? Because at the end of the day, marriage is all about teamwork. It's about learning what you bring to the team, how you can celebrate your spouse as your fellow team member. And yes, the romance part, the intimacy is all crucial to it. But there's so much more of the dynamics of our personality, the dynamics of our family of origin, the way we communicate, the way we view the world that shapes a marriage on a daily basis. Also, side note, If you're dating right now and you think this is the person you want to marry, are you willing to marry them exactly how they are right now? My biggest piece of advice for those who are engaged or dating and think they might marry this person is don't marry potential. We are not real quick apt to change if you've listened to the last couple episodes. And yes, we can believe the best in everyone, but please don't marry potential. Because if nothing changes, then it's going to be a very difficult relationship to be in. That's my little sidebar. So for those of you who are married more than a day or two, you probably know that all these questions are essential and knowing more about yourself makes you a stronger partner. So maybe you need to re-ask those questions to yourself. 
whether you're engaged or you're already married or you're single and you're thinking, someday I need to be aware of this and you can go ahead and answer the questions for yourself and then you'll be even more prepared for premarital counseling. (laughs) If you are recently engaged and you would like to work with me with premarital counseling, you can reach out to me on briannaleach.com. There's a tab there that says counseling slash coaching, and you can fill out the form and get more information that way. Thank you so much for listening today. Next week, it is a Q&A episode. So if you have any questions for a counselor that you would like to submit, you can do that on convenientcounselor.com or on social media at Convenient Counselor on Instagram and Facebook. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. And as always, you've got this and I'm cheering you on. Bye for now.